0: Hi, everybody. Before we begin this week's episode, we wanted to take some time to show our support for the Black Lives Matter movement. Over the last few days, there have been peaceful protests and people standing up for what they believe in to fight against racism and police brutality in the aftermath of the murder of George Floyd. We want all of these people to know that we stand with you and we fully support you. It's important that when you have a platform, whether it have five followers or five million followers, that you stand up for what's right and help amplify those voices that are trying to make a change.
1: Racism is an issue across the globe and we all have a role to play. And it is clear that racism is deeply rooted in our system and this really should not be normal. And if we want change, we have to use our voices and be allies to those oppressed. You have to understand your privilege, do your research, educate yourself, take accountability, and use your privilege to help others and do better. There are so many different ways you can be an ally and do something to help change. And we hope that you don't stay silent as well.
2: Enough is enough. As we know, there's always been one issue that has always stuck around and has replayed itself over and over and over again, and that is racism. We need to stop pretending it does not exist and sweeping it under the rug. We need to come together and be allies for one another and fight for change. We are tired and we are done.
0: Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Low-Key Deadly. We are back in Phoenix. We are living our best life. We are having some drinks, and we are going to talk about everything that has been going down lately. I'm mm-hmm. Cameron.
2: I'm Victoria.
0: And I'm your special guest star, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin just likes to take over and not be introduced. Mm-hmm. No, just kidding. <laughs>
2: and right now, we're going to call Sylvia.
0: Yeah, because that bitch thought it was cute to not show up today for work.
2: hmm
1: You have reached oh, the voicemail oh of no. the Hold shit.
0: On. Sylvia. I just like to let you know that you are no longer welcome back on the set of Loki Deadly. Goodbye. Hello.
1: Hello.
0: Can I ask who's calling, please? This bitch. Is this the bitch that we just called that didn't pick up live on the radio? Sure
3: is. <laughs>
2: disrespectful low-key disrespectful disrespectful.
0: (laughs) so sylvia is joining us via satellite phone right now um (laughs) because she is in um honduras on an adventure to find a love and some animals
1: (laughs) to find a love
0: to find love Uh, are you really gonna (laughs) correct me right now bitch because you are late (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh Uh, how are you, Sylvia? I feel like I haven't seen you since our 2020 retreat. <laughs> are you
1: guys recording already? Oh my god.
0: Hi, Sylvia. <laughs> oh, Kevin's joining us today, Sylvia.
1: Kevin!
0: hey. Hi. So, we are all having our annual daily drink. Wait, that doesn't make sense. Okay, anyways... Today, I am drinking a vodka, and I'm not gonna say Red Bull because it's not Red Bull, but I just got a soda stream. Well, it's the more expensive version of the soda stream, so I made that energy drink and mixed that with Tito's.
2: That sounds good. A little much, but that sounds good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking today?
2: No, say my name, bitch. Mm. Oh. Ah
0: okay Michelle nope
2: <laughs> again it's Victoria say it right and I'm having a shot of Jack and chasing it with a Michelob light ultra ultra okay okay
0: what are you drinking Sylvia
2: I
1: blended some watermelon and I'm mixing it
0: some agua fresas yep <laughs> well that's gross just kidding <laughs> Kevin, what are you drinking today?
3: I'm drinking a raspberry White Claw in a chilled mug because I'm on a diet, so I need to watch my carbs and sugar.
0: Ketos. Yeah, can you control
2: that ice? It's like clinging.
0: It's this aluminum cup. (laughs) So it is Victoria's turn this week. What are we talking about, Hunty? Tell us the latest stories. Wait. I have something to say. Our country is going through a really tough time right now, and I think that we should bring some light to it. Recently, there has been a few things that have gone on, and I think it's important to kind of talk about these things and give our opinions on them. This crime happened recently with George Floyd, and you have people that are 100% backing police and they can do nothing wrong, but then you have this other side of the equation of people that see that sometimes there's a lot... Of people that just take advantage of their positions, and it's been so crazy to see. What are your guys' thoughts?
2: I'm tired. I'm sick and tired. Mm-hmm. I am. I am getting sick and tired of these stories. I'm getting sick and tired of simply simply the fact that, just like you said, like police can't do no wrong. But at the end of the day, they're still human. Mm-hmm. So they are. They are able to have human error. But this was not human error. You do not put your knee on someone's neck as a way of restraining them and think nothing's going to happen. So, you know, at the end of the day, I still believe there are good cops, but at this moment, I can't distinguish which ones are good and which ones are bad. I feel like people who put on the badge need to be aware aware and need to continue to do their trainings to avoid this issue. Because right now it's getting it's getting too much to where we're literally constantly seeing news of this over and over and over and over again to the point now we literally sit there and we think oh just another black man dead Mm -hmm. just another black man dead it's getting it's I'm too tired of it it's emotionally draining and I can't even think or fathom about the families that have to go through this and like people are getting mad about the looting and the protesting but then remember I'm gonna bring it back up the Colin Kaepernick when he nailed about this issue and who got mad? Everybody got mad about it,
0: saying that it wasn't the right. way It wasn't way to the protest. right way.
2: It wasn't. It, you know, you're causing issues. Just play football. Mm-hmm. But then when we protest and we are just sick and tired and angry about it, now you're telling us to be peaceful. Like, which way do you want it? Yeah. You're we. There's no other
0: way. So you know why there's no other way? Because those kinds of people, it's it's never good enough. Mm-hmm. You know, because they want you to shut up and they want you to sit there and they want you to just not say anything. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that our podcast, we try not to get too political and too into the weeds about like our own personal opinions when it comes to these types of things. But I also think that there is a time to say something. Mm -hmm. And I've just been seeing too many things on Facebook and a little bit of Facebook etiquette for people when you're going to post something. Number one. Your words do have meaning and they can hurt people. So you really need to think about what you're saying before you post it out there in a public forum. Number two, I suggest that you reread what you wrote to make sure that it's not something that you would deem offensive if it was to you. And and I think the third thing you know, it's not like we have the biggest audience in the world, but if we can make an impact on one person on how they decide to handle a situation or to address something, then I think that that's why we feel the need to say something about it. What are your thoughts on it, Sylvia?
1: Well, I was going to add to what you were saying. Um, I think also people should really be mindful of the pictures and videos that they're sharing Mm -hmm. because we don't, want to see like black men being killed you know all the time and like I know you're trying to shed light to the issue but at the same time be mindful of like the families who have to keep seeing like their family member being you know killed like on social media
0: everywhere. Yeah there's better ways to do it you could post pictures about the victim and about the family but I I totally get that. Yeah you can post
1: good pictures yeah so be mindful of that too and
2: yeah it's It's been an emotional
0: week. Yeah. And I think that's just what it is. Be mindful and like know that your words have meaning. Like even I have family members that are posting about this and it's like, I think you forget that you are a minority too. And even though it's not your race or whatever, like you need to stand together, you know,
2: and I also think that people also forget that just because it happened in one place doesn't mean it's not gonna it's not gonna happen in another. Mm-hmm. If people are protesting, let's say out here in Phoenix, there's a reason why because they're tired. think it's that think it's over comes over here. Even mm-hmm. if it happened in one state, doesn't mean it's not gonna happen in another state. And it's been happening in other states, and we're getting sick and tired of it. Yeah, we really are. The people who you entrust for safety for to protect and serve are doing this and it's kind of like who am I supposed to turn to when I need help Mm -hmm. and then you're, you get backlash for being a vigilante, which again, I don't agree with some vigilantes, but at the same time, though, like you go run to the cops and then this happens. And now people are using the cops as a way for this to happen. With that Amy Cooper lady calling the cops saying, an African man, African American man is threatening my life and my dog, which he had it on video that he wasn't doing anything. He and just she- simply asked you to obey the rules of the park. So at this point, it's almost kind of like, are you just calling the cops now? because you know this is gonna happen and if that's the if that's what you're doing then people really need to think what privileges that they have because i can't easily i can't easily do that Mm -hmm. so it's just it's just a lot there's a lot i want to say but at this point i'm just sick and tired because it's it's literally if you hear this it's literally a broken record because everybody says this over and over again and I'm tired
0: yeah but I think that it's just important for people to continue saying it because sometimes unless it's in somebody's face they're gonna live in their bubble you know Mm -hmm. and I saw a couple comments like why are people protesting over here if it happened over there it doesn't matter where it happened the fact is is that it happened in the country that we live in and that's something that everybody needs to take into account and you know, people. Maybe people just don't realize their privilege uh, in in life. You know, I I know my privilege is that I have a, a light skin tone for my race, and that that's a privilege. You know, I would never deny that. And my mom, who happens to be darker, I'm not gonna lie. There's been some times where I'm just like, no, don't go out by yourself because of the place that we live and the time that we live like it's just it doesn't feel safe not that you know i think somebody's just going to run up and shoot but there's just so many things that happen and that have happened within the last couple of years that people are scared to leave their homes and they should be scared like and you you shouldn't have to be scared you know that's the, that's the biggest thing. And of course there is good cops. There is bad cops. There are people that take advantage of the fact that they have a badge and that needs to be called out. That's the most important thing. And I think that that's what happened, you know, because those people, that person was charged with third degree. Kevin, you read that. What was he charged with?
3: Yeah. A uh, third degree, um, murder and manslaughter.
0: Yeah. And I think that that is the most important thing is that there's justice for, This man that didn't deserve what happened to him.
2: And again, I don't want to place all cops underneath this category because I have met really amazing cops. But, you know, as I said, again, it's getting harder and harder to distinguish who's who's like doing their job because this is their job and they want to be right. the the do right by the people and there's people who or the people who get this job just because they know they have that power to do God knows what and You know, I do I do pray for us out there And I also pray for those good cops That are out there who have to Like, you know, let everybody know Like, I'm on your side But again, it also takes for them to speak up And realize, like, this is not okay And those cops that stood there And didn't say anything It makes it even ten times worse Because it's kind of like They have a code where, you know Take care of your brother Take care of your sister Mm -hmm. Within that code So it's like so, was that where you were trying to get at? Like, you know, he was doing something wrong, but because there's people watching, you didn't want to call him out? Because the good thing you should have done was say, hey, get off him. Like, you're doing it wrong. Like, stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It only takes one person. And even with the people talking about the civilians who were videotaping, yeah, I'm pissed off about that, that too. But imagine if a civilian was to get involved, you know how big... They would get big, the ass beat too. The, that big of the issue that would even have caused. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it's a double-edged sword. I can't...
0: Yeah, everybody in that situation has a choice to make, mm-hmm. whether they help or they don't help. Um, and some people just don't make the right choices. But I think that I've seen a lot of people talk about cops, like and wh- the the job that they're doing, and like how they're horrible people because they are cops. And I think it's important to stress that not all people, not all cops are bad people.
2: Mm-hmm. And it's almost in the sense of stereotyping. We want to get away from stereotypes, mm-hmm. even within the minority community, because yeah. you know those stereotypes hurt you at the end of the day. And I feel like with this, again, it just makes good cops even look worse. Yeah. So I feel like you know. It's just, and I also know too, like with different places, it's like worse than it is out here. Mm -hmm. But like, it's just, it's just all confusing and it's all stressful and it's all too emotional to where like, you can literally ramble about this for hours and still get nowhere with a person. It's just, it's just when you have certain privileges in your life, that's, you're not going to think, oh, this is never going to happen here. Yeah. But there's a lot of things that happen throughout the world that. People used to sit there and go, "This is never going to happen here. Yeah. And it does. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it does. So I, I hope people open their eyes and see that, you know, we need to do something about this. And, you know, so that we could we can be able to go outside without fear of I have to do this I have to do certain things this way unless I'm going to get in trouble. Like you shouldn't have that fear of going outside yep. and like driving around, running around. Doing some simple things. And even if he was doing something wrong, he did something wrong, like treat him, don't treat him that way. Mm -hmm. That's the thing that trips me out. It's like now instead of him looking like the suspect, now he looks like the victim because of simple things like you not doing your job correctly. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, it's no longer going to be. And it's, and it just also makes me mad because it's not something like he was shooting a whole bunch of people. He literally, signed a bad check yeah that's the thing that trips me out that's that's literally the thing that trips me out so
0: yeah we live in a very crazy world but you know I think that we are doing our job in spreading the awareness of it and even if people don't like our opinions the important thing is not to you don't have to like everybody's opinion but I think that if you're gonna be bold enough to share yours online you should be bold enough to take everybody else's opinion as well
2: do you have
3: anything Yeah, I agree. I just saw this post today that, like, really resonated with me. It was saying, like, you know, if when cops, like, do brutality, if that affected, like, their pension or the police retirement fund, like, there's, you would see, like, a huge drop in that and it probably wouldn't happen. And that just goes to show, like, how much money means to people and if it affects you financially. Mm-hmm. So they have the will to stop and they know it's wrong. And it just takes one person, like you were saying, mm-hmm. and... You know like each cop has a partner Mm -hmm. and they just like need to watch out for each other and like in that situation if his partner would have been like hey this isn't right when you like think through this that could have changed like everything oh my gosh you know and cops you know have lots of stereotypes and it's not right for us to judge them but then turn Mm -hmm. around and say like well cops are fat and they eat donuts all day yeah you know or when i think of a cop and i do this too i i immediately think of a man but there's plenty of female cops And a female cop could do the same thing to him Mm -hmm. that a male cop did, but, like, people don't always register that. Yeah, there's so many stereotypes. Yeah. All the way around. Just like with doctors, you always think it's a man. Yeah. You know, or pilots, you always think it's a man. Mm -hmm. So there's just lots of different layers that go into all that.
0: Yeah, I think we just have a long way to go as a country and as, as people in general. And...
2: And it won't be right if we were just sit there quiet about. Yeah, it. that's
0: exactly what I'm saying. Is like we're not going to get anywhere unless people say something or unless people stand up. And it's scary. And sometimes you don't want to say anything because you just don't want to get involved. And it's easier to not get involved. But if you saying one thing could change somebody, like could take somebody out of a life or death situation, then you should you should man up and say it. Basically.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and there's you know there's people that that's like their passion in life and they want to go for that and that's great. People at home can still support that cause by maybe donating to their cause because you know they're going to yeah. have time to go fight for it and you donating to help their cause is you helping. Yeah. So never think that it's not. Yeah. And that's, that's and I relate to that because that's more of me. I'm not going to be out there protesting but I might donate to the cause to help
2: mm-hmm. to help make it keep going. And I think too, people who are protesting and doing it the right way, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. There are Good and bad protesters. There are protest. There are not even protesters. There are people out there who are taking advantage of the situation mm-hmm. and vandalizing. So not necessarily all of them are protesting, but they're using this opportunity to go loot yeah. and go trash and go play, place fires in places that you know. Now it makes it look like everybody, all the protesters, are involved in this. When yeah. in reality, it's not. I saw a post that it literally was saying like a whole bunch. A whole bunch of people, sorry, white people were at this at this establishment breaking down the windows and there was a whole bunch of protesters telling them to stop. Mm-hmm. By the time they leave, the protesters are still there. And guess who gets blamed? Mm-hmm. The protesters. So and it, it even sucks at this point that we now have to start recording for people to get believed. Not long ago, was there a four-year-old girl who stole a little Barbie from the dollar store. And if no one had recorded what happened that day, people would have only believed the police report and just Mm. kept going, kept, kept going about their day. The police report was even fabricated. And without, without those videos to show that, Hey, no, your cop was aggressive. Your cop was the one who did this and that. No one would believe it because everybody goes the word of a cop to the word of, Someone else. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like just as doctors and people who have to keep going through education because they need to stay sharp with it, cops need to also be sharp with their training oh, too. Absolutely. So, if you like, I feel like, and even someone said, don't think they only have six months of training before they're back. Th- before they're, they hit the floor running, so I feel like you need to keep brushing up on your training to know that, hey. May, I need to make sure I'm not doing anything correctly. And I know there's situations where it's impossible or like it's too fast. But at the same time, though, you are trained for those type of sh- situations. So I don't know. Yes. Yeah. And not just that, but like there are certain jobs, like when you become
1: a doctor or a lawyer or a cop, you know that your job requires so much more mindfulness and being careful as opposed to other jobs Mm -hmm. so you shouldn't be careless yeah you know that when you're a doctor you're a lawyer you're a cop you have people's lives in your hands at certain points and so you really have to be careful
2: yeah
0: say it honey say it i need another drink (laughs) yeah so that is our take on everything that is going on today. You may have a different opinion and that is absolutely okay with us. We just ask that you respect ours.
2: That's it. That's yeah. it. Don't 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 bash us for our opinion because we all know everybody has an opinion. But at the same time though, just be mindful of what you say. That's yeah. all I have. Now we're going to move on to
0: a lighter note. Not necessarily um, a lighter note, not but light. <laughs> a less current note. Um, Vicky, let's go ahead and do it. Do it right. Okay, lick this pussy okay, just okay. like you should. Hey, hey
2: my neck, my okay. back, lick my, and my cracks. Hey, what, my just kidding. Okay, so I'm going to bring you back in time um, in New <laughs> no, York. baby,
0: no, baby, no, baby. <laughs>
2: This happened in New York, Sylvia's favorite place. Hmm, a lot of things happen there. Mm-hmm. So, um, this is actually a famous murder case in New York in New York's history. Um, it has been referenced in TV shows such as Law and Order, SVU, SVU, uh, and explained on a TV show that I actually really love, on Crime to Remember. Um, there's books created by this, and actually. A law that we all know well and true not really a law but it was implemented it prompted, to do uh, yeah it prompted this i'm not gonna say it yet oh yeah <laughs> it, it prompted um a big change for america so um let's begin i'm gonna start with her life first before we bring in what happened tell me baby so her name was Catherine susan kitty genovese uh she was born in brooklyn new york on july 7th 1935 her parents were vincent and rachel Genevieve's. um kitty was the oldest out of five children and she graduated in 1953 from high school and was explained to be a good student I wasn't, so.
0: Same, I had a 1.2 GPA and I was living my best life.
2: That is not
0: cute. (laughs) Just (laughs) kidding, it was (laughs) not (laughs)
2: 1.2. So I guess, like, probably after her graduation, like, I don't know, I don't know the the exact timeline, um, but her mom witnessed the murder and um, it prompted her family to move to Connecticut. But Kitty decided to stay in New York um, she started working as a secretary as an, in an insurance company and moonlighted as a bartender at a bar called Eve's 11th Hour.
0: Ooh, you work, bitch.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, she <laughs> later got promoted to a manager and moved to Queens. Um, and the reports I read said like a decade later, while she's doing all this, she meets her girlfriend, Mary Ann Z. Lonka, and as we all know, back in the day it was very illegal to be homosexual. So they kept it secret. What bitch? hmm <laughs> It was. And they mm-hmm. moved in together into a second floor apartment at the Mulberry in Kew Gardens, Queens. Ooh. So again, they were still keeping it secret. They made it seem like they were roommates when uh, in reality that's they were lovers. Cute. Yeah.
0: Scissoring in silence. Uh, oh.
2: Uh-uh. <laughs> Oh well, bartenders. Oh
0: I think bartenders, I think
3: bartenders are pretty flexible. I know I am.
2: You were not a bartender. You were a barista. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, bitch, I can make you a one good ass coffee.
2: Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So now we're gonna go into what happened. So on March thirteenth, nineteen sixty-four, at two thirty a.m., Kitty was returning home from uh, work when she. When she was approached by a man with a mask, Uh, she felt scared and decided to run to her apartment, but was grabbed by the man and he began stabbing her. Mm -mm. Yeah. Um, She began to scream, which woke up the neighbors and (laughs) a neighbor by the name of Robert Moser looked out his window to see what was going on and saw a man fighting a woman. He didn't really see what was going on yet and yelled, leave that girl alone. And, hey, you
0: leave that girl alone right now.
2: Mm-hmm. And the man got so he startled. thought it was
0: something like domestic, yeah. Oh, okay,
2: and that man, the man got startled and fled. Air quotes in my notes, I literally wrote air quotes, fled. Mm-hmm. And uh, did kitty, you
0: write out the word air quotes or did you just write air quotes? I just wrote air quotes. Oh, cute.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, kitty was stabbed in her lung. Uh, so, it punctured her lung, which caused her not to be able to yell as loud for help. Shit. And um, Kitty got up and began stumbling to the nearest apartment building. Now, the neighbors who were woken up by Kitty's screams assumed someone had called the cops. But no one had called the cops. Okay. <gasps> so, apparently there were 37... Actually, not apparently. There were 37 witnesses to who saw what had happened to Kitty. And no one did anything. Wow. Pretty much.
0: Radio were, silence, honey.
2: So they were just pretty much watching. Um, and in the in the Crime to Remember episode, which if you guys want to watch it, it's um, season two, episode one. Ooh,
0: girl, that mm. show is so good. Yes, it is.
2: Uh, they talked about how there were witnesses to a crime, and all the all of them assumed that someone would call. And this is why we have what is called Genevieve syndrome or better known as bystander effect. So it's pretty much you're witnessing a crime but don't do anything about it. And then you're also thinking, oh, I, someone else is going to call the cops, but that someone else is probably thinking you're going to call the cops.
0: You know who's heavy on the bystander effect? is um, Sylvia, because she never helps me whenever somebody grabs me at a bar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, never forget that. Oh my
2: God. <laughs> <happened>. You got <laughs> called out, girl. <laughs> I didn't know what to do.
0: <laughs> bystander effect.
2: Just kidding. <laughs> and then keep this in mind, too, that back in the day, to call the police, you had to dial zero to get to the operator and then they would direct you to the person you want to talk to. So it wasn't as easy as it is now where we just pick up the phone and dial 911, which like I said previously, this is one of the factors as to why
0: people didn't call It
2: implemented me. what we have now today. So going back. Uh, so Kitty walked very injured to the nearest apartment in the view of the neighbor's. But as soon as she turned the corner, no one was able to see her. So the neighbors were like, okay, well, it must be done. She's good. They closed their blinds, turned off their lights, and went back to bed. So Kitty ended up in a small apartment entry. So when you would walk in, it would just be stairs. And it would it led to two apartments. And unfortunately, the man waited, was looking for a waited and found her Shit. within like ten minutes later of her like getting away from him, mm-hmm. and he proceeded to continue to stab her and rape her and then rob her.
0: What the fuck happens in New York, Sylvia? Why would you move there?
2: Mm-mm. Well, all these people are assholes. No one said anything. No, because everybody assumed someone was taking care of it. Like even watching the episode, they were talking about how um, this couple. He said that he was about to call the cops and um his wife was like, no, someone probably already has. We're fine.
0: That bitch.
2: Yeah. So in reality, like, I still do it now where I don't care if I think someone calls the cops. I will call the cops, too, and let them know, like, hey, this has happened. They- remember
0: when we had to call the cops on that naked man that got in our car? Yep.
2: Yeah. And they were like, oh, we already got calls earlier.
0: That's fine, honey. I'm calling again. Come and get this man out of my Hyundai. They were like, what is he wearing? <laughs>
2: Nothing. nothing.
0: Nothing. She's like, "Oh yeah, he's that naked. He's flopping everywhere. Come and Ugh. get him."
2: You had to say flopping.
0: Okay. He's he's wistfully waving everywhere. Yeah. He could kick a clap with no hands. Let's just say that. <gasps>
2: <gasps> oh, mm, that is too much. Nasty
0: ass <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so during this time, that apartment. um, the apartment she kind of went into, like the entry.
0: It was her up, building, right? That I, she went into.
2: So I don't think so, but I think it was part of the built like oh, okay. part of the apartments around that area. So during that time, her neighbor, the apartment entry that she was in happened to be her neighbor Carl Ross's apartment. So during this time, he hears her screaming for help the best she could, at least. And he was intoxicated that night, and he opened the door to see what was going on. He saw Kitty getting stabbed, and but she was still alive, trying to talk, like, try to get help. But he quickly shuts the door.
0: Motherfucker.
2: And, yeah, he is a motherfucker, because after seeing what happened, instead of calling the cops, he calls his friend to see what to do.
0: Oh, hell no. And
2: the friend tells him, don't get involved. <gasps>
0: What is wrong with people? I feel like this story goes along with what we were talking about a little bit ago. Don't get involved. Don't get involved. Mm-mm. Get involved, people.
2: So after, after he's done what, after the man does what he did, he leaves and Kitty's neighbor, uh, Sophie Farah, finds her and begins to scream for help. So then this is when Carl Ross now decides, oh my gosh, I'm gonna call the cops. Mm -mm. And from the report that I read on the on history.com, it stated that he jumped out of a window, climbed out of a window to go to a neighbor's house to call the cops.
0: Why does he just not use his own phone?
2: I I don't know.
1: So fucking extra
2: And so the cops arrive and they begin their investigation and started to realize that all the witness witnesses didn't even call the cops.
0: How many were there?
2: Um, there were 37 witnesses Mother to her murder. Fucker. Um, the witnesses also stated that they saw a white car, but the witnesses had completely conflicting, conflicting stories, um, due to some thought it was a woman attacking her. And then some other people thought it was a white man and others thought it was a black man. So they couldn't really get their story straight, but they did say that the guy was wearing a fedora. Some of them said that he was wearing a fedora and that he had a white car. And um, so at 4 a.m., the police arrive at Kitty and Marianne's, who, again, Marianne is her girlfriend, Mm -hmm. um, apartment to tell Marianne what happened. Um, Apparently the detectives the detectives were supposed to show up and question her, but um, they didn't end up showing up till 7 a.m. Um, detectives' name that I found was Mitchell Sang, showed up around 7 a.m. to question her. Uh, Marianne obviously was devastated, and she, has been, she was starting to drink and was being consoled by Carl Ross.
0: Fucking Carl.
2: Mm-mm. So during the questioning, um... Detective saying thought Carl was being intrusive. And also because Kitty was found, um, found at the bottom of the stairs of his apartment, they arrested him. Carl? Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Get his ass.
2: So uh, I think, too, um, they were probably like asking her kind of crazy questions. Maybe. I'm not too sure. And he probably thought, like, let me intervene. And that didn't go well for him. So, later on... Uh, oh, Mary- now
0: Carl's getting brave. Uh. Right?
2: <laughs> so, later on, Marianne was questioned by homicide detectives John Carroll and um, Jerry Burns. However, the questions became personal, and they began to talk about, uh, like, hound her about her sex life. And, again, as we, as I discussed, homosexuality was illegal, so they could have any questions regarding that, they could have asked. Legally asked.
0: Shit.
2: Yeah, so they questioned her for six hours.
0: Mm-mm. Oh gosh, I'd be like, I need my Laura here right now.
2: Yeah, but um, obviously, at a time like that, she was probably scared. and she obviously she told them that they were lovers, and they considered her a suspect because she was a lesbian.
3: Wow, but even when they test for rape, they can tell it was a man. Right? Even if people start saying we think he was probably I
0: don't woman. think they had rape tests back then. No,
2: I think that was like later on in the 90s when they started uh, really doing because testing. like
0: rape tests are really for like, well, not just for DNA, but I don't think they were developed until a lot later.
2: Yeah, so um, at this point, um, the murder became top news, and it wasn't, um, it wasn't literally because she was murdered, it was because people witnessed the murder and didn't do anything about it. And she was actually known as like one of the famous murder victims around that time because of what happened. So, um, the police still started to do their, um, investigating and they received a little bit of a lead. Um, I guess that night, a milkman, um, that night was walking and walked past a guy wearing a fedora. And, um, And it matched up with some of what the witnesses were saying. So they asked, do you remember the face? And he said, yeah. So they sketched up the man and they used the sketch um, to get more leads. So now we're going to start getting into um, the suspect or we should say the murderer. So later on that week of the murder, police were called for a suspected robbery. A neighbor saw a black man carrying a TV out of a home. And the neighbor thought that was really suspicious. I think because that was his friend, possibly. Oh. So the neighbor approached the man and asked what was going on. And he talked about how the robber was, like, calm. Didn't really act all frantic. And He was like, oh, I'm just helping this man move out. And the neighbor knew that was a lie. So um, the robber went back into the home to get more stuff. And while he was doing that, the neighbor disconnected a cable from his car And um, gave him enough time so he can call the cops and have them have them arrive. So eventually, the robber gets caught, and in his white car, which I found out later was a Couver, and um, with the stolen TV in the trunk. Mm -hmm. So he was arrested, and he was later identified as Winston Mosley. Dick. Anyway. Um, I want so, my TV back <laughs> so he was of course interrogated and um, the detective John Targali I can't pronounce his last name sorry guys um, remembered um, was still interrogating him and he actually Winston mostly confessed to robbing multiple uh, homes and taking most like a lot of appliances out of that home uh-huh. and um, as he was being interrogated Detective um, John uh, Targala kind of noticed the car, and he was going off of what happened with Kitty. So he was like, "Do you know about the murder? Do you know about the Kitty Genevieve's murder?" And he didn't say anything. So mm-hmm. he he goes and uh, meets up with Detective John Carroll and Detective uh, Mitchell Sang, and who actually quickly went to Winston Mosley. And started interrogating him about the murder because of the car. And as soon as they were questioning him, they noticed scratches on his hand. Mm -hmm. So at this point, they're already accusing him of the murder. And finally, he confessed and said, yes, I I did that to her. Shit. Mm -hmm. And he later explained that he was just driving around and looking for a victim.
0: You know, I feel like that shit happens way too often. These motherfucking crazy people... Just looking for somebody to kill.
2: Exactly. And he didn't even have a motive behind why he was looking for a victim that night. He just went out and looked for one. And he soon noticed Kitty at a traffic light and began following her home. And when he, once she got home, that whole attack happened. And the weird part with this was Winston Mosley had no priors. He was married with three kids. So I think he, in my opinion, I think he just snapped. Yeah, and like started doing little things here and there, and then just started just going straight, straight murder. Well, well I, I think huge.
0: that's how like serial killers like start out. They start like by killing like little small animals, like, yeah. and then they move on to like you know people.
2: And and um, he also confessed to multiple rapes that he had, um that he did, oh my God. and two murders of um, a woman named by and may johnson and barbara Carlake. damn Carlake. yeah um she was he was later sentenced to death on june 15th 1964 but was reduced uh but was reduced to life in 1967 uh, yeah um he later died in prison on march 2016 at age 81 and um oh, wow. going did she say something
0: she said, wow. She said,
2: wow. Wow. <laughs> and and um, actually, this murder is one of the reasons why we have 911 today. Um, it kind of prompted uh, people, it kind of prompted police officials to create this so people would, it'd be easier for them to access mm-hmm. police rather than go through the operator. Yeah. And I don't know how it worked back in the day with the operator. It might have taken a little bit, maybe. Well, because
0: I think like back then, like they, they were like, they had switch operators where they mm-hmm. were like, oh, 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 who are you talking to? Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, I got you, honey. Oh, it's working. Oh, oh, just
2: kidding. <laughs> so 911 was implemented in 1968. nine ten. Mm-hmm.
0: shoot it That's sounds crazy. i mean it's crazy that something like that has to happen for people to think like maybe we should have an easier way of people to get a hold of us
2: i've noticed with america it's a lot of trial and error mm-hmm. i've noticed and it takes it really takes something for someone to for something to get pushed we were talking about this in a previous episode about how you didn't think about the planes You didn't think that someone would bomb it. Yeah. And then now there's, now there's a, what do you call it? Now there's, if you create, yeah, a law that if you do this with a bomb, if you bomb a plane, this is what's going to happen to you. Yeah. There has to be a precedent. Yeah. So I feel like it just takes that because if you think about it, if those zero, zero operator was working just fine, they're not going to want to change it until you have incidences where 37 witnesses didn't even call the cops. Because maybe they thought it was a hassle, two dial zero, wait for the operator. Operator gets online and then you have to wait for 911 to get on the call.
0: Hello, this is the operator.
3: And who knows, like, depending on the time of day, maybe it was harder to get a hold of them. Exactly. Or whatever. And I wonder if it was, like, common for, like, women to walk home alone like that. Like, Sylvia? especially after working, like at, like, at a bartending job. I feel like, you know, you should always walk in pairs. And I'm sure, like, there's other people that live in that area. So mm-hmm. that's, that's, like, scary, though. Like, that's anywhere, not just New York.
2: That, that is scary. And I also think, too, like, you know, we're a creature of habit. So if you've been going on years with nothing happening, you're not going to think. You're not going to think, oh, it's going to happen today, you know? And I also think now, like, we're more aware of things happening like that. As opposed to if you kind of were sheltered a little bit and didn't think nothing like that happened, you're not really going to think you know, you're not gonna think that type of stuff happens. Yeah, and it kind of sucks, but you know, and it also kind of sucks with her girlfriend, how she was like interrogated for six hours all because she was a lesbian. Like, how does that? How does that do with the case? Yeah,
1: yeah. but what I think is, is interesting is that even to this day, like New Yorkers are so unbothered. Still, like you can tell who a real New Yorker is on the subway. Because like there's always like people coming in asking for money, or like doing shows or singing and dancing, and then you can tell who the real New Yorkers are because they won't even flinch or look up.
0: Damn, was that and you, then bitch? Even are you when a New in Yorker?
2: Subway- <laughs> she was a flincher. You can tell. <laughs> <laughs> so, but when
1: you get on the subway, like there's always like this little you know pre recording message, and it's like if you see something. Say something or call somebody
0: because New Yorkers are so unbothered, So,
1: which kind of
0: sucks. Mm-hmm. I know when I went to New York, I was unbothered, bitch. I got my ass on that train. I went to <laughs> Times Square. I did hold my back pocket so nobody took my wallet, but you know,
2: bitch. Mm-mm. I saw this thing and they were like, we can tell who's a real New Yorker. And I think it was this lady who was like dressed all crazy and yelling. She's like, hi, ah, hi. Ah. <laughs> And there were some people who walked by and there were some people who turned around to look and like stand there. And they were like, yeah, you can tell who the real New Yorkers were because they would just walk away.
0: (laughs) That is a crazy story. It was. It's good, though. I love those stories from, like, back in the day, mm-hmm. like, 50s and 60s, because I feel like they were so crazy. Like, mm-hmm. the craziest shit happened back then.
2: Mm-hmm. And they don't have the laws that we have now. Mm-hmm. So some of them, you'd be like, um, excuse me? He just went home? <laughs> 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 so, yeah. Damn. That was my story. What'd you guys think of it?
3: It was good. It, it gives me anxiety, stuff like that, because it's just so sad. Like, I mm-hmm. hate when someone just, like... They didn't do anything to anybody. They're just minding their own business, you know, on their grind, making that bread. and and You get stabbed. Yeah. Crazy. And the fact
2: that he had no motive. Mm
0: -hmm. Those are the worst kind because there's no satisfaction for the family, I feel like.
2: Yeah. It's like
3: wrong place, wrong time. Mm -hmm. That's what. That's
0: That's why I don't go no places at the wrong place, wrong time. I stay home.
2: Oh, also, um, (laughs) Carl Ross, I guess um, he was also gay as well. There's so, too many gay people in this. So he—that's one of his reasons why he didn't want to really get involved because they end up be questioning him. They be
0: searching his apartment. He had some nasty ass magazines.
2: Mm-hmm. And uh, Cameron actually sent me this. It was a nasty ass magazine. Ew, no. <laughs> I guess why did I get one? <laughs> I knew
3: you'd be into that,
2: Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> and I guess he had. Um, uh, Winston Mosley had a pen pal in prison and he she shared those uh Mungo gold letters of, about the victim hold on
0: oh because he wrote letters about like mm-hmm. the crime and he sent like 15 of them and she only released like a little portion of them
3: Dang. you know the story too
0: oh bitch I know every story you want yeah. to tell you more about Sylvia's life I'll tell you I'll give you all the skeletons. Let's start with her chonies. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) That is nasty.
2: We are not doing this. You
0: You know what I don't get? I don't get why these people have the pen pals in prison that are psycho murderers. I don't get it. Like, (gasps) Hey, baby, just checking in with you this month. How's prison life? How was the menu this last month? What's been going on? Bitch, I'm in a six by six cell. I'm cool. Like, leave me alone. This is like
2: a little story. <laughs> like, I, I also don't get that either because or people who have admirers in prison. like, And they get swats, married to them. And they get married. And um, there was one story that I heard about a guy who, you know, murdered his wife and there was this lady who loved him and was like i know you didn't do it (laughs) and when he found like he i think she helped him get him out or he finally got out and he married her and literally less than three days he He killed her he killed her and her mom
0: oh hell no i was like really i'm not saying that she deserved it because nobody deserves to die but if you're stupid like that like you can't, like, expect somebody who has a history of, like, violent crimes not to turn on you at some point. Like, I'm sorry. I don't.
2: I don't. Or that, the whole Chris Watts thing where he's too hot to be a murderer. I'm like, it don't matter if you. No. It, it, first of all, he is not hot. Second Let of him all, murder that my pussy. Dis- that is disgusting. Like, well, I don't know where people associate good looking without with. He, they're not capable of doing things like I that. I think that
0: that's why people think that I'm not capable of that stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, a lot of people think you are, but it's fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Sylvia, what have you been doing? Did I ask you this? I don't think you answered, bitch. What are you doing? I know, we miss you.
1: Um, I've literally been stuck here in the living room watching Netflix and movies. And
3: Did you gain
2: weight?
1: It's really fucking boring.
2: Um, no, I also haven't been eating. I'll tell it for everybody. So she decided to be a thought. I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. no She's like, way. <laughs> Oh my God, I just can't with this world that we live in today.
2: It's stressful.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm moving to Mumbai.
1: 2020 has just been, like, wild as fuck. (laughs) Literally. Someone said, uh, wait till, like, kids have to learn about 2020 in their history books. (laughs) like, it's going to be a hefty
2: chapter. (laughs) Was was it a little picture of a uh, little boy crying? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) 2020
0: is going to be on the final.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Who killed more people? The killer bees or the... Covid nineteen,
2: or that hit, that uh, that headline, <laughs> that news headline, where it's like uh, the two most um, top murderers, Covid and um, racism. I was dead. I was like, damn, Don.
0: Damn, bitch. I <laughs> <That> was dark. <laughs> you, you went for it.
2: <laughs> I really did. <laughs>
0: You know, I just I really just want to chill, slather La Mer all over my face and just, you know, be me.
2: Oh <laughs> no.
3: <laughs> well, America, really hope you enjoyed this story. We'd love to hear your comments. I'm sorry, you are a guest. You do
0: not end this show. I know. Please follow LKV.
2: You guys are haters when someone does America, something really good.
0: America, this is the respect that we were talking about.
2: This is America.
0: <laughs> America. America, America. Oh my gosh! Well, it was a really fun episode.
2: Yeah. Um. You know. Go I think to... Kevin really should close
0: it out. Kevin, close it out. Yeah.
3: Well, like I said, really hope you enjoyed this story. We'd love to hear your comments. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at LKD Podcast. And if you're a, a New Yorker, I know we focus on that today. We'd love to hear your thoughts and comments. Don't want you to feel like we came for you at all. We're just speaking like our opinions.
2: Ooh. And
0: have a great day.
2: He's a natural. Oh,
0: hell no, bitch. <laughs> He's
2: a man. Like
0: us, share us, give us five stars, tell your mother.
2: Like us. A- Share us. Our podcast. Boom.
0: Bitch, I didn't know where you were going with that. If you were going Mary J. Blige, <laughs> if you were going Missy Elliott, I had no idea where you were going with that. She was going Cassie. So cute. Thank you, everybody. Hope you have a great week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye, bye stars. Bye. bye, stars, bye, stars. Thank